קוראים מסכת ברכות על דף יוד א', עמוד א', if you count from the bottom up, it's about 12 lines up in the middle of the line. תנא רב יחזקאל. So the Gemara is continuing with regards to this machloket we saw mentioned in the Mishnah of Bet Shammai and Bet Hillel. If you recall, the machloket was about the proper way to read Kiryat Shema. According to Bet Shammai, reading the Pesukim literally, B'shiftecha, B'vetecha, B'lechecha, B'derech, B'shopecha, B'kumecha, more specifically, it's in the evening, you need to be mateh, in the morning, you need to be calm, you need to be standing straight. According to Bet Hillel, it's uh, not so. They pay attention instead to the pasuk belechtecha baderech. How do they interpret b'shoch bechav kumecha? They say that's bizman shechiva, bizman kimat, at the time that you're standing, the time that you're lying down, but not that physically you need to be doing so. So what the Gemara is going to discuss over here in the next uh, several lines before the next Mishnah is uh, what's the halacha if a person wants to follow, for example, the opinion of Bet Shammai. Now, generally speaking, we're posek like Bet Hileo. What if you wanted to follow, in this context, uh, the opinion of Bet Shammai? Tane, Rav Yerhezkel, Asa ketivre Bet Shammai, Asa. Ketivre Bet Hileo, Asa. First opinion here that's recorded in the Gemara of Rav Yerhezkel starts with Tane, appears as if he's citing something from a Beraita, Alternatively, Rashba and others have the Girsa over here. It's Amar Rav Yehezkel. Sounds like it's an Emorah who's speaking. Regardless, his statement is whether you choose to act like Bet Hillel or like Bet Shammai, Asa, you fulfilled your mitzvah, and it sounds like you fulfilled your mitzvah properly. Uh, there's a basic question on this, of course. The Mishnah recorded that Rabbi Tarfon wanted to do it like Bet Shammai. Remember, he went to the side and he was And the response of the Hachamim to him in the Mishnah was, Remember the bottom of Daf Yod Amut Bet, because you went like Bet Shammai and against Bet Hillel. How could he be claiming that uh, you could follow both Bet Shammai and Bet Hillel? Uh, how, how do you have a possibility? It sounds like it's directly against our Mishnah. Suggestion of some is that in our Mishnah specifically, Rabbi Tarfon was b'makom sakana. In other words, Rav Yehezkel would say, if you're not b'makom sakana, it's not a dangerous situation, so then it's fully permitted to be mahmir if you'd like to be like Beit Shammai. If it's a makom sakana, Rabbi Tarfon over there was inappropriate to go with that humrah of Beit Shammai. Uh, continues the Gemara, it says, Rav Yosef Amar, asa kedivrei Beit Shammai, lo asa velo kelum. Rav Yosef disagrees with Rav Yehezkel and argues instead that if you follow the opinion of Beit Shammai, lo asa lo kelum, you haven't fulfilled anything. That's a startling statement as well. The mitzvah from the Torah is being defined by Beit Hillel. It appears, this is the way Tosafot on the left-hand side, Taner Rav Yehezkel uh, interprets it, is defined by, and we'll see an example in the Gemara, by Beit Hillel, as specifically not the way that Beit Shammai says to do, which is an amazing thing. In other words, they have two different interpretations as to the Pasuk in the Torah, and the Gemara is suggesting that it's not that the mitzvah from the Torah per se is read it, and now we're defining midrabanan or lechatechila, the way to do it. It sounds like from his lashon that if you were asa kedivrei lo asa velo kelum. That's again the way Tosafot learns this. Rabbeinu Yonah, uh, Ran first in Masechet Pesachim and Dav Kov Tetva, Dav Kov Tetzayin disagrees, as do several other uh, Rishonim on this sugya in Sefer Mikhtam, in the name of Ra'avad, they learn that Lo Asa Velo Kelu means you haven't fulfilled it Lechatechila, you haven't fulfilled it in the ideal fashion. The example that Ran is dealing with there in Masechet uh, Pesachim 
is called Shelo Amar, Shelo Shadivarim Elu Bapesah, Lo Yatsayid Hovatovelu, Hen Pesah, Masa Umaror. If you didn't actually say them, you didn't fulfill the mitzvah from the Torah, or that's the Lechatechila, Kivyachov. And so that's the other way of interpreting these words in the Gemara. But regardless, the statement is that according to Betilel, you should not be. Mahmir like Bechamai. The Gemara gives an inverse example for Rav Yosef. Ditnan, we have a Mishnah in Masechet Sukkan, Daf Kafhet, Misha Hayar Oshover Boba Sukkav Shulchanob Tochabayit. The circumstances one in which uh, the person is sitting in the sukkah, it says, Rosho Verubo, Rashi in Masechet Sukkan, Daf Beta Mutbet, says that in general, the way we sit today, so the Rosh and the Rov are always your body. The majority of your body is going to be in the same place as your head. You don't need to talk about it separately. But once upon a time, they used to be Mateh. We saw that earlier in the Gemara, in the story with Rabbi Ishmael and Rabbi Azab bin Azayah. They used to lean down. You could ostensibly then find a situation where the head is in one place and your body is in another place. So that's why it says, Rosh Verubo Basuka Veshulhano. But your table, we're dealing with on Sukkot, of course, if Betoch Habayit. Have you fulfilled the mitzvah if you ate in the Sukkah, but your table that you're eating from is betoch habayit. Now, generally speaking, this is a gezerah shemeyimashech. It's a fear of the hachamim that maybe you'll take food and end up sitting inside the house because your table is inside the house. The buffet is in the house, or your plate and your fork is in the house. The plate and, and fork. Lean forward, but you're two not leaning forward. In the house. But you're not leaning forward. Either way, but it's even in, in that circumstance, within arm's length. Now, the halakha in this Mishnah goes like this, Bechamai poslinu betilel machshirin. The Lashon, mm-hmm. and the Gemara points this out in Masechet Sukkah, uh, seems to be a little bit, uh, it's asymmetrical. The words were, Mishahaya, a person who was Rosho Verubo, Basukah, Veshulchano, Betochabayit. Who's the object in this statement? A person, right? The person is eating in the Sukkah and his table's inside the house. But then it says, machshirin uposlin, which sounds as if the object is not the person, but rather the sukkah itself. Do you understand the difference? One is, have you fulfilled your mitzvah, so to speak? And the other one is, is it a kosher sukkah? Those words are not directly parallel. Why does the Mishnah say it like that? The Gemara Masechet Sukkah just parenthetically points out that the Mishnah is incorporating two separate halachot, both a, what they call a sukkah gedola, you're dealing with a large sukkah and you happen to have your table inside the house, or alternatively, it's a sukkah ketana as well, it's the measurement of a sukkah, a sukkah that doesn't hold a shulchan. Either way, you slice it, the mahlok between Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel then is whether A, that's an appropriate size for the sukkah, and B, even if you have a bigger size, the sukkah, but Yeshuhan is betoch habayit, whether your yotzeh continues the Gemara and cites this Mishnah. Amru lahem betilel bet shamay, ma'aseh shahalechu zikne bet shamay, vizikne betilel vakeret, rabbi Yohanan ben ha'horanit. It happened, apparently, says betilel, uh, that there was once a time that the uh, elders of bet shamay and betilel went to visit on sukkot, rabbi Yohanan ben ha'horanit. Mesa'uhu shahaya rosho verubo basukkah v'shohano betoch habayit. They found him in such a circumstance. His table was inside the house. Velo amrulo, velo kelum, and Bet Shammai didn't speak up to correct him and say, you're not fulfilling the mitzvah. Oh, do you see that, says Bet Hillel to Bet Shammai? You see the halachas like us, that even if Rosho verubo, basukah, bashuhana betuchabai, do you say? Says, says the Mishnah in conclusion, and this is the key words for Rav Yosef in here in our Gemara. Amrulahem responds, Bet Shammai to Bet Hillel, misham ra'aya, that's your proof. You don't know the end of the story. 
You don't know our version of it, says Beit Shammai to Beit Hillel. Afhem amrulo, they, meaning Beit Shammai, said to Rabbi Yohanan ben Ahoranit, imken ha'yita noheg, lo kiyamta mitzvah, sukam yamecha. If you've been doing it in such a fashion, you never fulfilled the mitzvah of sukkah. And why did the Gemara quote this? The reason the Gemara quotes this is as a proof for Rav Yosef. It means that according to Beit Shammai in this Mishnah in Masechet Sukkah, if you follow the opinion of Beit Hillel, you haven't fulfilled the mitzvah at all. You understand? You haven't fulfilled the mitzvah at all, but I've eaten in the Sukkah, but your Shulchan was betoch habayit, not yotzeh. How could you argue then, says Rav Yosef, that Asa ke Beit Hillel Asa, Asa ke Beit Shammai Asa, that you fulfill the mitzvah either way, you see, I have parallel in the Mahlok Bet Shammai and Bet Hillel that it's not so. Again, just to quickly review the Shitot in the, in the Rishonim on this matter, Tosafot and our Amud in Masechet Sukandaf Gimal are of the opinion that when it says Lo Asav Lo Kelum, it means you haven't fulfilled it at all. Even on the level of the Oraita, you have not fulfilled the mitzvah min HaTorah of Sukkah. In turn, you have not fulfilled the mitzvah of Kiryat Shema if you follow the opinion of Bet Shammai in your Mateh. Yes, that's the, their opinion. Ran, Michtam, in the name of Ra'avad, disagree here in our sugya. And they say, just like Ran over there is talking about, means mitzvah kilchita, you didn't fulfill it on its most uh, appropriate and highest level of fulfillment. Uh, that's the mahloket. Lahalacha, uh, we'll have to hold on for a moment, but I will mention Hacham Yosef in his Yabia Omer Helek Aleph in Siman Tetvav. It's one of it's a favorite of, of my Teshubot of Hacham Badiah for many reasons. He's dealing with, I'm sure you've heard me talk about this Teshubah, he's dealing with the minhag that he found in Egypt when he was there with regards to how they said Kiddush on Friday night. Uh, so they would say Kiddush on Friday night in the Knis. And the Gemara in Masechet Pesachim at the very beginning of the last Perek on Davkof Amud Aleph has this halachav, en kiddush ele b'makom se'udah. The Gemara over there questions this halachav Shemuel. If that's so, why do we say kiddush in Bekinishta? Why do we say it in Knis? Answers the Gemara for the orchim, for the visitors, for the guests who are achle v'shate v'gane b'bekinishta, who sleep and eat and, and, and drink in the Knis. That's what the Gemara over there says. The question in turn, and Shohan Aruch is posek lahalacha like that Gemara is, if we don't have guests who are eating and sleeping and drinking in the Knis, should we be saying Kiddush in, 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 on synagogue on Friday night? Seems clear, Shohan Aruch says absolutely not. He finds in the synagogue in Egypt that they're doing so. And he is asked, is this an appropriate practice? That's a fascinating Teshubah, because you'd imagine Hacham Vadya Yosef is going to quickly disparage such a minhag and say, we follow Maran and Shohan Aruch. Interestingly, after an interesting and, and, and significant debate and deliberation, he's posek lekula in that circumstance. They should continue with what was a new minhag. He says people are going out on Friday night. People aren't going to hear Kiddush at all. They're not involved in Torah mitzvot. And we can be somech on the shitot that are permissive in that circumstance. There's at the beginning of this Teshubah, there's a long footnote. And in, in this long footnote, he's dealing with the following circumstance. He, he, again, you understand why this sort of issue is relevant to over there. If Kiddush b'makom se'udah, that halakha, is that a halakha from the Torah or midrabbanan? Where in the Torah does it say you have to say Kiddush in the place that you eat? Where do we derive Kiddush? Kemaran masechet berachot and davkav, Kemaran masechet pesachim and davkovdav. The Gemara over there says, Zachoret yom ha-shabbat lekadesho is the source for Kiddush. And now the Gemara in Pesachim over there has a derasha, Zochreu al-hayayin, you should do it on wine. 
But it never says anything about the makom seuda, and even zochreu alayai, and it's only midrabbanan. The Gemara makes that clear. So kiddush be makom seuda. The Gemara has a derasha. The Gemara says the pasuk in Sefer Yeshayah says vekarata la Shabbat onik be makom kiriya sham te onik in the place where you're crying out Shabbat. You're mentioning Shabbat. That's where you should enjoy it. That's only mitzvah midrabbanan. Are you telling me then that Kiddush on Friday night in Knis, when you're not going to have a meal afterwards, is not Kiddush at all? Because you haven't fulfilled the mitzvah of Kiddush Makom That's why this comes up in that context. But he talks over there as well in this footnote, he talks about what about a child who's only Hayav in Kiddush Midrabbanan? Can he, for an adult who prayed already and had in mind when the adult prayed, he has in mind to fulfill Kiddush? So that's a mitzvah from the Torah. He could fulfill mitzvah from the Torah of Kiddush. He comes home and his child is there and he already had in mind to fulfill Kiddush. He doesn't speak Hebrew well. I'm making that up. He turns to the child, could you say Kiddush for me? Now, effectively, you're only dealing with Kiddush midrabbanan, the wine, the makom se'oda. Can the child say it for them? Well, says, says Hacham Vadya, he, he quotes from She'elot Tishbot Divrei Mordechai, he says that perhaps you could be, and then he disagrees, he says the Gemara in Masechet Sukkah and Daf Gimal, our Gemara here in Masechet Berachot, Shekol Shelokiyeh Mitzvah Midrabbanan Lo Yatzai Dehovato Af Min HaTorah, a person who hasn't fulfilled the mitzvah the way the rabbis prescribed, maybe can't fulfill it at all. I mean, it's a fascinating discussion and debate over here because effectively what you're talking about is the rabbis of the Gemara, of course, the ability to define a mitzvah from the Torah and transform it to claim that you're not fulfilling the mitzvah of Borei Olam in the Torah even. He says, he says, Hacham Vadya Yosef, he says, uh, by extension, uh, in a circumstance where a child wants to fulfill the mitzvah for a woman, uh, who uh, prayed and she was fulfilled the mitzvah min haTorah. Similar situation. It says pashut she'en ze inyan le'divrei haTosafot. The shane hatam the avar aderbanan shegazru shemei mashecha harshu hano. In that circumstance. Uh, you've, you've gone against a gezerah midrabbanan. Do you understand? When it's gezerah shemei mashech, so that's the hachamim saying, we're nervous that, the Bet Shammai saying, we're nervous that you're going to be extended into your home. That's a gezerah midrabbanan. Lefichach, therefore, there, and specifically there, hifki'u mitzvato legamre. They, 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 they uprooted the fulfillment of Mitzvah from the Torah. Aval kan, but in our circumstance, shakol mitpalim arbit kodem ha-kidush. Everybody prayed arbit. There's no going against the gezerah midrabbanan. Da'achet ha-kinu rabbanan, de-mekadesh besalota, v'adan mekadesh that is the kakana of the hachamim. First pray in, in, in synagogue or first pray in Arbit with Kiddush, in other words, your Amidah and your acceptance of Shabbat, and then do it on the cup. If you had in mind uh, against the rabbis, quote unquote, to fulfill the mitzvah of Kiddush with your prayer, you haven't gone against the words of the hachamim, and in turn, he suggests it would be okay. He goes on to deliberate even that point because he suggests, he points out some mahloke later on in Masechet Berachot and Daf Mem Zayin, a mahloke between Tosafot and Rashi about whether the mitzvah of Hinuch is a mitzvah on the child or if it's on the parent. So there might not even be a mitzvah midrabanan on the child. It might only be on the parent. So it's a longer conversation, but that's already a touching on the significance of this sugya with regards to understanding and appreciating what does it mean to have a gezerah takanav hachamim vis-a-vis the mitzvah min ha-Torah. All right, so we have 
had then mentioned in the Gemara two opinions. We started with Taner of Yahiskel, We questioned it, if you recall, from Rabbi Tarfon, and we answered Rabbi Tarfon was a Sakana situation. There, say the Hachamim Kadayit alahu ba'atzmecha, Sha'avarta divre betilel. Over here, Napimakom Sakana, you could maybe be Mahmelak betchamai. Second opinion, Lo Asave lo Kelum, proof, Sukkah. Is that all circumstances? As Hacham Vadia Yosef makes clear, as others do, not necessarily. Continues the Gemara and it concludes, Rav Nachman bar Yitzhak, two lines before the next Mishnah, or three lines before, Amar Asaki divre Betchamai Hayav Mita. A person who does like Betchamai, not only if they not fulfilled the mitzvah, they're liable for death penalty. Now, of course, we don't mean that literally, but we do, as I mentioned to you already, when we learned the Mishnah, we do have in mind over here some sort of semblance of Zakin Mamre, where the Torah says if there's a person who uh, purposefully goes against Sanhedrin, goes against Betin Hagadol, in informing and practicing a halakha against them, he's Hayav Mita. Now, we're not dealing with Sanhedrin, we're not dealing with Betin Hagadol, but going against, and we we have also more halacha bifnei rabo is hayav mita. We have which is also stemming from the same nature of law, and that's what we're already referring to. And of course, his proof text will be easy. It'll be that of Rabbi Tarfon in our Mishnah. Says the Gemara of Nachman by Yitzchak Amar Asa Kedivrei B'Chamei Hayav Mita Titnan. After all, our Mishnah Amar Bitarfon Ani Hayiti Baba Derech Vehiteti Likrot Kedivrei B'Chamei Vesikanti Ba'atzmi Penei Halistim Amru Lo The Chachamim Respond to Rabbi Tarfon Kedai Hayita Lachov Ba'atzmecha Sheavarta Div. So those are the three opinions here in our Gemara. La halacha, of course we love halacha la ma'aseh. So what's the halacha? Again, what have we discussed over the course of the last, what, 10-15 minutes? Could you follow the opinion of Beit Shammai? Is it appropriate? We saw a story earlier in the Gemara just a few weeks ago. It would be Lazar ben Azariah and Bishmael. Bishmael was already lying down. Bishmael ben Azariah was up, if you recall that story as well. And it was, there was an issue of Shemei Yeru HaTalmidim. Uh, but what's halacha la ma'aseh? Could you be mahmir like Beit Shammai in in this circumstance, uh, says Shohan Aruch here in Siman Samech Gimal in Sa'if Bet, Mi she lahmir, la'amod keshuhu yoshev, velikrota me'omed. Now listen to his words again. A person who, when they're sitting, wants to stand up to fulfill the mitzvah of Kiryat Shema, again in the morning, according to Bet Hillel, Nikra Avaryan. That's a person who's considered an Avaryan. So Shohan Aruch does not say significantly, and Chacham Vadya Yosef brings this as a proof to his point that you're not necessarily, even according to that middle opinion of Rav Yosef, it's a Nikra Avaryan. Maybe he didn't fulfill the mitzvah on the highest level, but Nikra Avaryan means you're considered a rebellious one. It does not mean you haven't fulfilled the mitzvah per se. Now, that's someone who purposely stood up. If you happen to be right. standing up and very, walking, very interesting like and that. very interesting and very important. Uh, so let me read for you for a moment from Mishnah Birura, and in turn, I'll read from you from what the Hagahot Ishmatzliach quote from Rabbi Kalfon Hakohen. As a Mishirose, says says Mishnah Birura. That we know the Sevira Lehu. Their opinion is the Hadichtiv. That which it says Uf Kumecha in a Kavana Ba'amida Kedat Beit Shemai. Elo Bizman Shederek Ben Adam Lakumi Mita. It continues, ve'asulo lachmil asot kebet shamay. Continues mishtabra ve'afilu im en hakavana ba'amidato. Even if your mindset when you stand is not laasot kebet shamay, ella leorer hakavana vechadome. My objective, as I'm sitting down, very important, it's not that I was already standing up, it's not a an airport minyan that I didn't have place, or a shtibble minyan where I'm already standing, but I was sitting down, but I stood up in order, not to do like Bet 
I want to have more kavana. Now, Shohan Aruch did not distinguish. Shohan Aruch said, In order to fulfill like Beit Shammai, says Mishnah Berah, quoting from the Aharonim, Nonetheless, that's Asur. That's a fascinating thing. It means I'm dozing off. Shouldn't stand up. That's what it sounds like. Those are important words as well. It's not, and we have to repeat these words now again. What's he specifically quoting from Piri Megadim? He says, it's not that you haven't fulfilled the mitzvah, even b'di'avad. And where is he getting these words from? From Shohan Aruch. Shohan Aruch said, Nikra Avaryan. He doesn't say you haven't fulfilled the mitzvah. These are all fundamental points, both with regards to Kiryat Shema, but in general, understanding, Dilim Drabbanan. It sounds like a Hazan can't stand. It's an interesting point. Again, Hazan is a specific takana for him to be standing, but understood. I mean, you'd make the argument if we're sitting down, we have him sitting down for the tahanun, maybe we want to. Says uh, in, in these Hagahot of Ishmasliah, uh, quotes, uh, quotes the following If it's not to enhance your, your kavana, but rather as, so that, excuse me, not, not to enhance, yeah, but rather to make sure that you don't fall asleep, permitted. Quotes from Kafahayim. Falling asleep is, is, is more significant, especially when you're wearing tefillin with regards to stringency. That's one of the great hachmetunis of the last generation. He would specifically stand out of his bed to say Kiryat Shema Me'omit. And why was, why was that such a significant time? He quotes in parentheses. We know this already. Rashi and Dafbet, one of the first Rashis in the Masechet. If you recall, Rashi said that very often, and that is the Minhag of Svaradim until today, they read Kiryat Shema before the Zeman. So then when are you fulfilling the Mitzvah? Minat Torah, Kiryat Shema, which is supposed to be later. That's with Kiryat Shema Alamita, that first Rashi in the Masechet. That's what Rabbi Kalfon Moshe HaKohen would do. And he would stand up. He would stand up, says, says Hagaot Ishmatziah. Uh, apparently he's standing up to make certain that that he's not falling asleep. Now again, significantly here in our Gemara, we have a mahloket between Beit Shemayim, Beit Hilil, and then on that mahloket, a three-way dispute about how to determine, which was really a question, the first second we learned in the Mishnah, how to settle the matter if a person wants to be mahmir like Beit Shemayim. It's, it's an interesting debate because it touches upon the fundamentals and the principles of what does it mean when I have a din de Rabbanan, uh, which is defining a mitzvah min Torah. Continues Mishnah Bura. Lehachmir, the person wants to be stringent. Katabiyam Shil Shilomo, Yam Shil Shilomo is written by Rabbi Shilomo Luria. It's a contemporary, a little bit later than Maran, Rabbi Yosef Karo. Perexayim de Baba Kama. Misha Mahmir Bifne Rabbim. Bidavar Shemutar, a person who's Mahmir on a matter which is accepted and practiced as being permitted. And if you look at him and you say he's doing it for haughty reasons, to say he's better, excommunicate him. And specifically when that's what everyone does. Does. If he's doing it to proper intention, what's with the idea that Shohan Aruch mentions of Nikra Avaryan? Where'd he come up with Nikra Avaryan? We didn't see those words in the Gemara. Generally speaking, we don't like to. Nobody should call other sinners. If a person specifically goes against the words of the rabbis, you say he's an avaryan. Even, says Shohan Aruch, if his intention is against the recognized practice of Betilel, he stands up 
in Kiryat Shema in the morning specifically. Now, if he's already in a state of standing, it was clear from Shohan Aruch, there would be no such problem. Uh, that uh, that uh, summarizes this issue for us. Uh, let's just begin the next Mishnah. Uh, the beginning of the next Mishnah says, Bashahan mevarech shetayim lefaneha ve'ahat la'achareha u'ba'erev mevarech shetayim lefaneha u'shetayim la'achareha ahat aruka ve'ahat kesara. We'll stop with those words, define them briefly, and return to them next time. And the next Mishnah talks about the berachot of Kiryat Shema. Bashahar, the morning, of course, before Kiryat Shema, we have two berachot. Mevarech shetayim. What are the two berachot? Yoser or and what's Faradim will call Ahavat Olam. We'll have a Mahloket in Gemara if it's Ahavat Olam or Ahavar Abba. Ushetayim la'ahat la'ahareya. What's the one beracha afterwards? Emet ve'asiv. Uba'erev in the evening have two berachot beforehand. What are they? Ma'ari va'aravim and Ahavat Olam. Ushetayim la'ahareya. That's Emet ve'emuna and Hashkivenu. Says, says Rashi, if you count these all up, it comes out to how many berachot? Four in the evening, three in the morning, seven. Rashi quotes from the Gemara and Talmud Yerushalmi that the Pasuk in Tehilim says, Sheva berachot halelu al Hashem, excuse me, that they made Sheva berachot, because the Pasuk says, Sheva bayom hilalticha. The Pasuk talks about having seven exclamations of beracha. It's for that reason there's a takanav, seven berachot for Kiryat Shema. Why is it, says Rashi, furthermore, that we don't count the beracha of Yishtabach, uh, beforehand as one of the Berachot of Kiryat Shema, says Rashi, that's not connected. That's connected to the Pesukei de Zimra, which comes beforehand. And therefore, by extension, this is an important halakha le where people are stretched with time, or, or, or not stretched, or, or dahuk in time, they can say, Berachav Yishtabach, before Ziman Kiryat Shema. You start with the Berachot of Kiryat Shema, which starts with Baruch Yosef Or, that's when you start with the Berachot of Kiryat Shema, whereas Yishtabach, is part of the earlier dealing with a few seconds, of course, but that's significant. It's not in part of the count of seven berachot of two beforehand and one afterwards in the morning. We'll continue with this Mishnah next time. Baruch Adonai Amen. Amen.